Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on a new generation of radio. The mightier 1090 AM. SoCal Sports Talk. All right, we're back. Segment two, the Charity Stripe. Here to talk some hoops. Joshua Fisher with Alexander Tosopoulos. Uh, before we get into our all-star picks at this point, we still have ways to go. Anything could happen before the all-star selections are made. And of course we'll break down a little MVP ladder because who doesn't love that three main staples in basketball, at least in our lifetimes um, have been mainstays in the news this week. Uh, you're a Mavs fan toss. Dirk Nowitzki gets Jersey retired statute unveiled. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. We have Kyrie returning, not in Brooklyn, but he comes back in Indiana because he can play the away games uh, where the mandate rules are lesser than that of New York. And supposedly, Clay Thompson makes his return uh, at home against the Cleveland Cavaliers, a longtime rival of the Golden State Warriors from the LeBron days. Start with Dirk. How do you feel about that? Well, on the heels of what I've heard is a terrible movie coming out matrix resurrections. Um, one of the pivotal quotes of the trilogy mm-hmm. from Hugo weaving. It is inevitable, right? Yeah, it is inevitable. Mr. Anderson, it was inevitable that his Jersey was going to get retired. Um, you know, he's one of the longest tenured players ever to play for one team. He played 21 years for the Dallas Mavericks. He won a championship. He brought them their first championship. He's their all-time points leader. He's their all-time in in many a category. Uh, And he brought a lot of winning basketball culture to Dallas. And Mm. of course, he was going to have his jersey retired. He's the greatest Maverick ever. And pending, uh, unless we get a 20 year run of what Luca's done in year one, two, and three, no one's going to catch Dirk. So, and, and that, that means that Luca would have to stay a Maverick, which of course, you know, would make me um, the happiest camper on the planet earth. But, the camp, have happiest camper on the camp earth for sure. Yeah, on, on camp earth. I mean, I'm really just, it, like I said, it was inevitable. I thought it was cool. I heard uh, Nikola Jokic talking about it, how he was inspired by Dirk, how not only was he inspired because he's a European-born player, but and a big man and a big man that can shoot and a big man that, that plays the game the right way, but also because of that loyalty and that he played for one team his entire tenure. And I think if you're a Nugget fan, you have to feel pretty good about that, right? That that's something that's important to Nikola Jokic because in the modern NBA, there are a lot of guys that chase rings, chase dollars, and rightly so. But you, it's it, why you play the game. Yeah. You if you're a money. fan of if you're a fan of a team and you have a guy like that, a guy who won MVP last year and is arguably putting up a better season this year than he did last year. We can get into that a little bit with some MVP talk, but I don't know. That's kind of my big takeaway is it was inevitable. We knew it was happening. Really cool to happen on a night where we beat the best team in basketball uh, with the Golden State Warriors. Awesome for Dirk. He's a great guy. He's a great competitor. I think anyone who's not a Mavs fan outside of the nights where they were playing against him really, really likes him. I know I know you're a fan. I know Nick's love, a fan, yeah, too. Yeah, love, love. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting we talk about it because we have, like, when we were younger, we had Dirk, Mavs. We had 
Timmy D Spurs. We had Kobe on the Lakers. Uh, there were a couple guys who looked like, okay, maybe Paul Pierce would do it in Boston. It didn't happen. Obviously, LeBron has uh, gone to a couple other places. We thought D Wade should have done it, um, but didn't do it in uh, Miami because he goes to Cleveland, wicked random, plays a little bit in Chicago, um, but then obviously goes back, back to Miami ultimately. But he realistically should have never left. We really don't have that anymore. We have Steph Curry, who is our best shot at something like this. Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, where there's been the free Dame, free Brad. And that's just been the it's been a catalyst or it's been a result of what the modern NBA has become with guys moving around, chasing rings, Kevin Durant moving around uh, with the big three in Boston, the big three in Miami, LeBron going to Miami and Chris Bosh joining him there. And realistically, it's been like that all around the NBA with guys moving and flopping. But I think we're kind of moving back And I don't know if it's a foreign player type situation where there's a sense of loyalty to your nationality. Not that American-born players don't have that to USA basketball, but we'd be remiss if we were denying the fact that a lot of the times the foreign-born players, like look how Rubio's and Gasol's played for Spain. Like A lot of these guys, you know, hold their home nations to a higher regard than our guys do oftentimes. And there is that sense of loyalty, that homegrown loyalty um, to where you started. So maybe that kind of bleeds into it for me, which gives me faith, long long winded way of saying this, that a guy like Jokic could stay in Denver. A guy like Luka could stay in Dallas. A guy like Giannis can stay in Milwaukee, especially if they're winning yeah. for their entire careers. Um, before, I mean, I think, I think that has a lot to do with it, right? Is, is that a fair statement that I'm making? I, I think both of those statements are fair. One that I think you're alluding to, which is that the culture of the city and the organization that you're joining as a superstar is, is crucial, right? Dirk walks in, he's playing with Steve Nash. He's playing with Michael Finley. He's playing underneath Don Nelson, Avery Johnson. There were guys that were surrounding him that he was playing with and in the coaching staff in the front office that, that were great to be around and the city embraced that too. That's part of it, right? The fans have to want the team to win. Dallas is a big city. Luckily they, they welcomed him with open arms. Um, it's still not New York or Los Angeles where the pressures that sometimes are almost unsurmountable where sure. there's too much pressure. Like LeBron, is he done? Blow it up, get him out of there. AD, the Los Angeles Lakers fans are ready to kick AD to the curb. I mean, you want him a ring, right? Well, but just look at, I mean, we could list, guy after guy after guy, right? That are, mm-hmm. that are superstars. Vince, yeah. Toronto, then he leaves. T-Mac, Toronto, then then Orlando, then he leaves to go to Houston. You like, can't blame him for Orlando. James Harden, Oklahoma yeah. City to Houston. He leaves Houston. Like, it's really, really tough in the modern NBA to hold on to a superstar for a multitude of reasons. I think the foreign-born thing is huge. You have to consider that these guys didn't grow up in America right? They come to the United States. It's a massive culture shock oftentimes. Um, And when the culture of an organization and the city is so welcoming, I think it kind of adds this extra layer that isn't there for American born players where they feel this fealty and loyalty to that. Not only like the city, the fans, the organization, because they chose they went out on a limb and chose that that player, that individual to yeah. come and do their thing in the United States. And I'm it's curious. a step up. It's a step up from every other league, right? As oh, yeah. good as Luca was in Real Madrid, we're still taking a chance, right? Mm-hmm. It, Absolutely. I mean, looking back, it, it seems foolish that they didn't take him one or two. But yeah, 
I mean, that I mean two for sure. I mean, Aiton's say what you would. It is like um, it's a very, it's a way smaller scaled version. Honestly, it kind of realistically mirrors the Elijah Juan, um, Bowie, Michael Jordan draft in '84, where you have a big who's great in his own right, but clearly not as good as the guy taking three at the guard, and right. then you have the big forward who should have been good, but is kind of just oft injured and will never really know. It really, really kind of marries that beautifully. Um, but and then I think Barkley would fifth or sixth, and like that could be like this the Trey Young type situation. Anyway, these are all just like connecting narratives. But yeah, I, I'm curious to see where Embiid falls in that because he did do the college thing with us. Um, but for all intents and purposes, he's a foreign guy. Right. Um, but yeah, I think it's I love Dirk, and I know you love and I've loved Dirk since you know, you and I started doing this together uh, a number of years back, and I've come to appreciate him more and more, and I've come to appreciate a certain stasis when guys stay at a place longer. Um, I'll kick it to you back to you for clay, but I do want to touch on Kyrie. I've gone, I've railed against Kyrie so long on our show and I was ready to do it again when he came back. But the biggest problem I have was with the nets. And I know the current state of the NBA with guys on protocols, off protocols, rosters being depleted. You kind of need whoever you can get. And then all of a sudden them changing their stance on Kyrie. I just wish, look, Say what you will about Kyrie Irving. He made his status and his ideologies very clear from the jump. He's not right. changed anything. So he let everyone know how he felt and what he was about. Whether you agree with him or not, that's on you. But the Nets flip-flopping, it's like, dude, hold your ground at this point. You should have at least done this from the jump. That's the two cents I wanted to throw on there. Um, but that's the, like a little negative, unless you want to weigh on anything. I'd love yeah. to kick it to your excitement on Clay. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm incredibly excited about Clay just to uh, finish the book on Kyrie. They need him, right? So that's why they changed their mind because their roster is uh, slim pickings, even with, you know, even as is everyone else's roster because they're pulling guys up for the G League with all these additional um, rules that are being allowed because of COVID and the, the surge of cases. I just, I still, even with him playing away games, even if he's healthy and is playing in the playoffs, I don't know if they have enough outside of those three guys. Even with Kevin Durant putting together an MVP caliber. Well, Harden's been incredible. Season. Harden's been incredibly. I, I'm, a, I'm with you. They, first of all, their roster is built around the three of them playing together. It's not conducive to him not being there. Right. So it's soft at the bottom. And with Kyrie... What's he going to play in the playoffs? Let's say they play the first round in Miami. Let's say they're playing the Heat. All right, he can play in Miami because Florida, no one gives a hoot. But we go back to Brooklyn, then he, all of a sudden he has to sit out a couple games. The continuity in playoffs matters. It's huge. Yeah, it would be It would be really fascinating to see that unfold. I don't think that we will. I think that something will get figured out by the time that we get to that point. There have to be some give. I certain, certainly believe that they're going to be a top six team in the East, no matter if he decides to play the rest of the games or not. On to, to Clay. A lot of that is just kind of wait and see, right? Clay, yeah. also wait and see. The thing about this roster, I, I'm excited to see Clay play. I know you are too. You've always been a massive Clay defender. You've always wanted to see him on his own team as the, the number one guy not because you don't enjoy watching him on the current Golden State rosters or on past Golden State rosters, but just because you believe in his talent. So and curious, yeah. I, I wish that we could have seen that 
you know, in an alternate universe where he was that guy prior to the injury, prior to both injuries. Um, I'm excited to see him fill in, find his footing. I think he will, you know, this is a team where he doesn't have to do a ton once he, when he first comes back, which is good. I actually think more importantly though, for their championship contention, Wiseman getting back and getting integrated into the lineup is a bigger point of concern for me because I think it needs to happen very fluidly or else they're going to have some trouble against some of these teams that are bigger when they get into the playoffs, despite Draymond Green playing DPOY basketball and he's going to be an all-star. He might be an all-star starter this year. Mm -hmm. They just need help bigs wise. I mean, can't have enough solid big. I mean, look, you take Wiseman for a reason. I mean, they played, they played the Mavericks and the Mavericks didn't have KP and we were able to switch everything because they didn't have a big presence out there, especially not offensively. And I think that, you know, that's just something that they need to sure up because you're going to play, you play matchups when you get to the playoffs and, and it's going to be huge. And maybe clay changes that because now you have him taking the threes instead of Damian Lee, but Jordan Poole's still going to get minutes. Oh yeah. Um, He's been Jordan poole has been great. He's going to come off the bench. Look, clay doesn't have to do as much. I think that's an unbelievable point you have. When you get to the playoffs, you say what you will about Gobert's limitations offensively. It's still a lot to handle. Ditto with Aiden. Someone's going right. to have to get bang right. with Jokic. You're running Kavon Looney, which, what year is this? You know? I mean, having why? And you take or Wiseman they, over they, LaMelo Ball, and you know what LaMelo Ball is going to be. So there's a reason. Uh, I think we we definitely we definitely knew what LaMelo was. We knew we what knew. LaMelo Ball was going to be. But you play the Lakers, right? You get Draymond on LeBron, who's covering Anthony Davis. Hundo P. Hondo. Hondo. So yeah. Seeing Wiseman turn into something would be really helpful for them. I love your I love the spin on that. I love how we try to be mainstream and then we just can't help ourselves. All right. We got six, seven minutes left in this segment. Uh give me your all we're gonna have to do this again another time because I know we're gonna in- inevitably disagree on some of this. You run me through your Eastern All-Stars with reserve starters and reserves. I'll run you through mine. We'll go to the West and quickly just highlight maybe a guy that you really want to advocate for being in the all-star game. Well, can we just talk about guys that I don't want to like, I don't want to poo poo or gloss over the guys that are locked in starters or locked in all-stars. But for me, do you have the bulls guards both locked in as starters? Yeah. I, okay. So I'll tell you how I broke it. I'll go first. Yeah. You, you go first and I'll comment. Okay. In the East, I have my guards as Trey and Levine. I cheated a little bit. I have Young and Levine in the backcourt. The front court, I'm mixing Giannis, the quote-unquote biggest, KD and DeRozan. I love DeRozan. And then reserves, my guards, I have LaMelo and Harden. Forwards, I have Butler and Bede Allen. It's nothing against Butler. The thing is, is I find myself in this situation every year where he just doesn't play enough for me, but that's neither here nor there. He's an incredible player. Joel Embiid is like, if I want to, I could take Trey young and make him a guard reserve and move LaMelo to the wild card um, and put Embiid in there. Cause I think Embiid, Embiid went on the court is arguably a top seven player has worked yeah, his way I, in there. I, th- I think my, my only disagreement on your starters is that I think you have to have Embiid on there alongside Giannis and KD. I honestly think Trey could get bumped because the Bulls are playing that well, and Levine and DeRozan could be both starting for the East. I think it's possible. 
100 percent. It's just unfortunate that we're in a situation with Trey Young actually playing unbelievable basketball. The rest of that roster, which was supposed to be excellent and got to the Eastern Conference finals last year, like DeAndre Hunter can't stay healthy. Uh, Collins has been like, OK. And then all of a sudden, like, the Okongwu pick is like, what? Where is that? does not come to fruition at all. So that's frustrating for me. And then forwards, I had Jared Allen in there. Uh, and then wild cards, I have Tatum. And that's like, I I think Tatum is good enough to be a wild card because of his play as of late, Van Vliet, I think for sure should be an all-star. And then pick your poison, Sabonis, Turner, Bradley Beal is the third wild card. I don't really care. Uh, what about JB? I didn't want to be biased. I don't want to come across as biased, but I mean, you know, what other guards are you going to take over him over Jalen? Yeah. I took Van Vliet over him because I think what what he's done in Toronto has been incredible. Jalen has just been out too much and a a lot can change because he's playing and he's playing despite the miss uh, last night against the Spurs in the labs, which I'm sure a lot of people will see. He played an unbelievable game against the Spurs. There's no doubt in my mind that I I still hold true to the fact that the minority that he could be the best player in the Celtics. Um, but I, I need to see Jalen Brown play a little bit more before I could swing him in there. But yeah, he could be thrown in the mix as that fourth. I just want Miles Turner to get some luck. He's an un- incredible defensive big. And no offense to your guy, Carlisle. I just have no idea. Maybe it's like a continuity thing with guys not being in a lineup. I look at the Indiana Pacer roster, and I'm just like, this team is not 14 and 25 like, or whatever they are. It's just not that. You, you know? really think you think Miles Turner can be an all-star? I don't know. I'm I'm hoping for him. I don't think it will happen. I think there's just a lot. There's a lot of of bigs. Yeah. I mean, is he playing better basketball than Jared Allen? No, no, I have Jared Allen in there. Jared Allen is my he's my forward. He's in there. There's no chance that Jared Allen is not an all star. Honestly, like I'm probably robbing Mobley, but because he's a rookie, and I'm probably robbing. I mean, I mean, Randall has been good. Randall's been taking a step back. And ditto with Beal. That's why Beal is not as much of a lock, and I don't feel as inclined to reward him. Um, I mean, you where'd you have Sabonis? He's like on that fringe with Turner, Beal. With, like with I would, Turner, I'd give Sabonis the nod over Turner. Probably, probably. Yeah. Um, you do do what I just did to the West because I'm curious, and you know, because you watch more Western basketball. Yeah, I think I think, and it's I to me, it feels a little bit more competitive in the West, players wise. Extremely. Um, I mean, I, my starters are Steph. And jaw at the guard position. Mm-hmm. And then I've got Jokic. Yeah. Um, and I've got, oh, let's see. I've got, I mean, it's tough because I wish I could put PG in there. But no, now, he's hurt. He's hurt. No, no, right, right, right. I'm just saying like the level of basketball he was playing. I think he's playing up to that level, but I think LeBron is in there. Yeah. And then, um, I have one other one other forward. Yeah. Go bear. Go bear, I think. Okay. You you swing you swing Jokic as a forward or you, you know, I, I think I would put Go Bear there. Um and then Mitchell is right there outside looking in. I think Doncic is he's there because he's Luca. Um, I know he's missed some games, but he'll play enough by the time the all-star rolls around where, okay, but I can't do that for everybody. I'm not doing that with Dame this year. I'm sorry. He is wildly underwhelmed me. Damn, yeah, but, but the Mavs are the Mavs are the sixth seed right now. For sure. That's what I'm saying. I'll rather I'll do it for Luca because that team has been better. Um, it would have been Spider, but Jaw's been so insane lately. You right. 
I mean, guys, I just want to, I know you and I love DeJounte Murray. We love Booker both. I think Cat's going to get in. Jonas Valanciunas, his team stinks. I like him. His team stinks. Yeah. Wiggins, of course, is on the best team in the NBA. He's I'm playing not great basketball. Oh, Draymond Green could have been in that. He could have yeah, been that's what I that because you mentioned him before. That's where I was yeah. going. Like Draymond, like the Draymond Gobert is like the forever comp. I feel like we're always having like behind the scenes. Um, I love the Spider jaw. I think I, I really want to give it to Spider. So, but I love. I mean, I love both of them so much equally. Uh, John Morant, it is incredible how much I flip-flopped on him from being like, oh, I don't know about taking RJ ahead of him to me being like, I think your sentiment about the Suns passing on Luka is going to be the same thing about the Pelicans passing on John Morant. First of all, they were incredible without him. But second of all, he, he's been unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I love John Morant. And he's, I can't see how the fo- the fans aren't going to they're not going to vote Mitchell over Jaw. Jaw's he's more exciting. He's, he's more so exciting. much fun. He's so much fun. All right, we missed the MVP ladder. We'll have to get to that next time. Um, but basketball, baby, we're in the swing of it. That's invigorating. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Disopolis. First segment, you heard Nicholas Snacks. Cry to wear the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because the freak. We outcha. We love you. We will be right back with the charity stripe on the all new Mightier 1090 AM SoCal Sports Talk. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.